I'm trying to do math, which is never good. Because remember, math is racist, a bit horrible in math. Trying to figure out how much money this outrageous infrastructure plan is going to cost. If we were to divide it up evenly. Oh, man, I'm way off. All right, well. Well, actually, no, it's 13 zeros. Maybe 13 zeros are in a trillion. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Yeah, a lot of money. Let's just say that. A lot of money for this infrastructure. Oh, but Guillermo, it's human infrastructure. You know what? I don't know why, but maybe I'm just a horrible, no good guy. No, I am. I'm, an, I'm a nice person, but maybe I'm not Maybe I'm not a great American like I thought. I Our roads are messed up anyways. Like, does anybody believe that giving the government more money to fix our, our roads is actually going to amount to? And they're always, half of Fresno is always dug up. What are you talking about? Infrastructure, infrastructure. Well, I'm like, okay, fine. All right. So someone needs infrastructure in case you uh, have been under a rock or you just really don't care about the stuff that really makes a lot of, uh, has a big impact on you and I. This infrastructure deal in the house, it looks like. It might pass. It might not. CNN is calling it a Hail Mary. Basically, let me sum it up to you like this. If you have no idea what's going on and you just kind of been avoiding it because you're like, oh, more taxes, whatever. I don't want to pay attention. The House Democrats want to pass historic infrastructure. I mean, for roads and bridges. And then they also want to do some pet projects like trains, high-speed Internet. And then they also want to do something called human infrastructure, which is a total, you know what? It's just, it's just dumb. It's stupid. It's their social agenda. All right. So here's where we're at. The Democrats just want to pass, you know, decent infrastructure plan. Uh, the spend three point five trillion, three point five trillion instead of just one point five trillion. So the progressive Democrats are fighting with the other Democrats 
the establishment Democrats, because they don't want to spend that much. Well, they, they trust me, they all want to spend a lot of money, both moderates and regular Democrats. But this is about the price tag. This is about AOC, Ilhan Omar, Jay Paul. This is about the progressives saying, listen, if we're going to pass infrastructure, let's include a bunch of other stuff that has nothing to do with infrastructure to pass this thing. Let's do it. And to you, I say, I really, I really don't care about infrastructure. I mean, I drive on bad roads anyways. Well, Guillermo, that's why you need infrastructure. Right, listen, nothing's going to change. And by the way, it's not like all the money's going to go into fixing this road issue that we have. Wasn't the gas tax supposed to fix that? Yeah, that didn't happen. You thinking that giving the government a blank check of $3.5 trillion is going to solve all of our problems with infrastructure, you are sadly mistaken. We're going to give them, and we are, because, I mean, you and I are going to pay for this. You can go ahead and give the federal government more of your tax money. You're going to pay for this. No, Guillermo, it's only the billionaires and the trillionaires. No, it's going to be regular common folk like you and I. We're going to be paying more. You know it. I know it. What happened when we gave Gavin Newsom and the California Democrats more money for our roads, gas tax? Uh, last time I checked, there's still this. I still drive over the same potholes every single day. This is what you got to know. This is a, an, an internal family fight. And just like all family fights, it's better when it's not your own family. In this case, you got Democrats. You got the crazies saying, we need to pass human infrastructure. That has got to be the dumbest most creative way of doing this. You got to give them credit. It's dumb because human infrastructure, what are you talking about? I'm not going to last 100 years. Like my body's not, this this body I'm going to have, it. No, there's, there's no making my human infrastructure last. No, they, they, they wanted to purdy it up. They wanted to convince everybody, well, well, wait, people like roads and bridges. Well, then let's just call it infrastructure. The Democrats do this. We, we talked about this a long time ago. The way the Democrats like to word things. They love to word things. Oh, the, this is an investment in human infrastructure. We're all, listen, we're all, we're, we're on borrowed time. I'm going to be here forever. Come on. You invest in a person that, I mean, no offense, but that, I mean, we're, we're, we're not like asphalt or, you know, cement. So when they talk about human infrastructure, it's, it's a bunch of, a bunch of hogwash. Now, is Guillermo Moreno against roads, bridges, and major projects? No, of course not. That's only 110 billion, by the way. Infrastructure, like you and I think, like like common sense people, like infrastructure, roads, bridges, and major projects, is only 110 billion. If this was truly about just infrastructure, this would have passed a long time ago, and you would be driving on, you know, I guess whatever the same roads. Really, it, it, it's not going to change. 110 billion. You want to know all the other stuff? 66 billion for trains. Uh, most of that's going to go to Amtrak. When was the last time you hopped on Amtrak? It's been years. I'm not going to get on that thing. I'm going to hop on the Amtrak. Well, Guillermo, this is about the nation, not just about you. Yeah, that's fine, whatever. I'm not going to hop on an Amtrak. Why am I going to? If I were to do a cross-country trip, I would fly. Well, Guillermo, we're glad you say that because some of it's going to go to airports. Uh, no offense, but the airports, they, they look the same. What are you going to do? Add some more terminals so I can walk even further? I'm not against infrastructure. I just Some common sense stuff, man. $65 billion for high-speed internet. This is kind of like, well, I don't know, you know, rural internet. They don't have internet out. I, I, it's whatever. It's what get a hot spot, but you know, don't say that, Guillermo, because you're mean. Seventy-three billion. Okay, the actual infrastructure for roads, bridges is one hundred and ten billion. 
clean energy and climate change is $73 billion. They're almost spending about as much money on the Green New Deal-ish than they are the actual roads and bridges. Like, I wasn't born, I, listen, listen, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. High-speed internet and this green energy, essentially, is more than the actual roads. So this is the problem. This is the problem. This is a once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-a-generation investment in, in our infrastructure. Let, let, let's be real with everyone. This is a big expenditure for the unions, which Joe Biden said he was going to do. He's going to provide more union-paying jobs. So you and I are going to pay about four or five times more for the road that we are going to eventually get, which probably isn't going to be even that great. I'm not for wasting money. This is a big waste of money. Now, I'm, I'm enjoying, now trust me, I'm enjoying watching the left fight. Because, man, they're just fighting. They're, they're going at each other. They're really upset. This is Joe Biden's, literally, tonight, in the next couple of days, this is his legacy. If they pass the $3.5 trillion plan, which I, I don't believe, I don't believe they will. But if they do, Joe Biden's got a blank check to just drive this country further and further and further and further in debt. Don't believe it when they tell you that we're going to have better bridges. We're going to have better roads. Now, a lot, listen, a lot of this money is big ticket liberal items that they can't get any other way because if they could get it any other way, they'd actually pass a law about you want, you want what, what is one of the, Oh, you want to build all these charging stations for all the electric cars. Uh, why don't you just pass a bill on that? Like, why do you have to stuff it in here? You want, what else do you want to pass? You, you, you want to give Amtrak another, another couple, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 billion for Amtrak. Why don't you just do another Amtrak bill? Like, why are you trying to put a bunch of stuff in here? It, it's, 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 it's really, this is the, a sign of the times. This is a sign of the time that this, they don't care what you and I think. It's all about spend, 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 spend. It's kind of funny because on my uh, way over to the studio, I was listening to um, the Communist News Network, also known as CNN. And there was a, a congressman that they were interviewing out of New Jersey. And he said, yeah, well, Wolf, you know, listen, man, we're going to be here all night. We're going to be here in 12 minutes. The Chinese food is coming in. We're going to eat all Chinese food as we talk about this. And this is the way it happens here in D.C. Up to the last. Well, it's kind of is. is Sponsoring the Chinese food because uh, pretty soon we're that's we're gonna owe a lot of money to China, and these are all the little and and remember the details are uh, uh, the devil's in the details. Listen, we're gonna spend a lot of money. You don't think China's gonna get some of this money, and you don't think we're gonna have to borrow more from China to pay for this? Remember what Mitt Romney said? Hey, the way I measure whether we're gonna spend on anything is if that's gonna basically tell us how much more we're gonna borrow from China. Man, those days are gone. We'll be right back here on The Best Talk in Town. Abortion, big topic. I'll have some audio. This is the Guillermo Moreno Show on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX. You know, the ability to crack 
these two pieces of legislation, pass them together uh, and send it to the president's desk so that we can celebrate having accomplished the president's agenda. We remain committed to that. Uh, the speaker knows that. The speaker has been on board with that agenda. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is on board with that agenda. You have to remember, we made a promise to the American people to deliver on uh, these items and to create this real investment uh, in their lives. Here's Guillermo Moreno. Hey, listen, that's why you got to be for it. That's why you got to be for this massive infrastructure plan, because Representative Ilhan Omar from the Jihad Squad said this is what they promised the American people. Now, I want you to be I want you to be smart when you talk about this at the dinner table. So the actual infrastructure, like the stuff that you and I think of, like infrastructure, right? Like planes, trains, automobiles, that's actually only $110 billion. $110 billion. You got $66 billion going to Amtrak, essentially. You got $65 billion going to high-speed internet. You got $73 billion going for clean energy. Clean energy. Electric electric grid, charging for your smart cars, your electric cars. Uh, so there's also a really great um, Investopedia, I believe it's called. Yeah, Investopedia has, I mean, a uh, it is it is fantastic uh, in all the stuff that it pretty much tells you what it is. So the bipartisan, and it's $1.2 trillion, right? The the moderate Democrats, and, and I, you know what I think and feel about moderate Democrats. It's there's no such thing as a moderate Democrat. They're all the same. There's no moderate. There's no. They're all the same. They're all equally to blame as being liberals. Oh, you know what? Thank you so much. I totally forgot. All right. I totally forgot. So also going on today, besides this big infrastructure um, talk, uh, there was also a congressional hearing regarding abortion. Now, I want, I want to play this. Um, who is this? Abortion activist. Now, let's get that one. Uh, here we go. Okay. This is an abortion provider. This is a doctor. An abortion provider saying that abortion is an act of love. Abortions are an act of love. And I'll have some more audio clips at the end of the segment for this hour. Here's an abortion provider at the congressional hearing today talking about how an abortion is an act of love. SB8 has not only caused a near total abortion ban in Texas, it has made it extremely dangerous to be pregnant in Texas, where our maternal morbidity and mortality rate is already unconscionably high, especially for black women and pregnant people of color. Texas deserves better. I know firsthand that abortion saves lives. For the thousands of people I've cared for, abortion is a blessing. Abortion is an act of love. Abortion is freedom. We need federal protection now. Abortion is an act of love. Abortion is a blessing. I'll have some more of this uh, of this audio if you can stomach it uh, towards the end of the hour. All right, let's get back to the infrastructure. So let me kind of just break it down what's in it. Now, $1.2 trillion, and, and I hate doing numbers on radio because just everyone's eyes are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. so I'm going to try to just get, get to the uh, specifics. I'll just tell you what's in it. You're not going to remember the billions of dollars. It's all the same. Uh, the $1.2 trillion, so this is the bipartisan part. Like, this is the part where, you know, mostly Republicans are like, eh, okay, fine, whatever-ish, maybe, maybe not. Uh, $1.2 trillion. It's 2,700 pages. 2,700 pages. Pages, 550 billion in new spending. All right. Roads, bridges, railroads, the power grid, broadband internet, water infrastructure. Uh, we won't be getting any of that, I bet you. Uh, 
$47 billion for cybersecurity and climate change. $39 billion for public transit because uh, that's just, anyhow, parts of the country I get it. But other parts, like, eh, just make them pay for it. $25 billion for airports. $21 billion for the environment. That's a lot of money. Uh, but this is what they're saying. This is what they're saying. When I saw the uh, on the part on the environment, I was like, oh, maybe they're going to start cleaning up uh, some of the uh, the forests so we don't have forest fires on federal lands. But uh, no, these monies would be used to clean up Superfund and brownfield sites, abandoned mines, and old oil and gas wells. $17 billion for ports, $11 billion for safety appropriations here to address highway, pedestrian, pipeline, and other types of safety. Western water infrastructure, that's us right here. Ongoing drought conditions in the western half of the country will be addressed through investments in water treatment, storage, and reuse facilities. But as I said in the beginning, you actually think we're going to get some of the stuff that they're talking about, just like the... Uh, just like the gas tax is starting to fix our roads. You see that? That's not going to happen. 7.5. Now, now going back to the water infrastructure, don't forget the lefties love the Delta smell. So when they talk about water storage, it'll probably be water storage for L.A. and maybe San Fran. Not, not, not for the Central Valley. Not for us. We don't get, we, we don't get anything like that. $7.5 billion. $7.5 billion for electric vehicle charging stations because uh, all of you – who are uh, driving those gas guzzlers need to get rid of it and start getting an electric car. $7.5 billion for electric school buses. Electric school buses. All right. So that's what everyone can agree on. And that, that if it was just that, it would pass. Here's the crazies, the progressives proposal. You ready for this? $135 billion. $135 billion uh, for the Committee on Agriculture and Nutrition and Forestry. All right. Uh, this is the part that they say is going to be addressed to you to, to address forest fires, reduce carbon emissions, drought concerns. They don't give you uh, any type of plan on how they're actually going to use that. Three hundred and thirty-two billion for the banking committee, including investments in public housing, housing affordability, equity, and community land trusts. One hundred and ninety-eight billion for the energy and natural resources committee. Apologize there. $67 billion for the Environmental and Public Works Committee. These monies would fund low-income solar and climate change-friendly technologies. $1.8 trillion for the Finance Committee. This part of the bill is for investments in working families, the elderly, and the environment. It includes a tax cut for Americans making less than $400,000 a year, lowers the price of prescription drugs, Ensuring the wealthy and large corporations pay their fair share. <clears throat> $37 billion. Man, maybe I do need some human infrastructure. I mean, I can't breathe. Uh, here we go. $37 billion uh, for the HSGAC committee. Uh, this would electrify the federal vehicle fleet. Well, look at that. All the government cars would all be electric. So uh, they're going to all have to be charged. $107 billion for the Judiciary Committee. Why does the... First of all, so these aren't actually going to necessarily the things. They're going to the committees, and then they'll decide how do you spend the money. Okay. Yeah, that's real good. $107 billion for the Judiciary Committee. These funds address establishing lawful permanent status for qualified immigrants. Got some immigration thrown up in there. $20.5 billion for Indian Affairs Committee. This addresses Native American health programs, facilities, educational programs. $25 billion for Small Business Committee. This provides for small business access to credit, investment, and markets. 
18 billion for the Veterans Affairs Committee, 83 billion for the Commerce Committee goes to investments in technology, transportation, research. Isn't that in the above billions? I don't know. <clears throat> a lot of this just just kind of has. Uh, you could see it. It just has essentially. I mean, just liberal, progressive, Green New Deal written all over it. Yeah, you know it. I know it. But we'll see. As of right now, uh, looks like they're promising a vote on it. If if you were to tell me, Guillermo, you have to. You have to tell me what do you think is going to. What is your. What is your. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm going. You need more caffeine in the studio, producer. Uh, what is my. What I know you're probably screaming at me in the car right now. What do I think is going to happen? I think it's 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 going to fail. Uh, Pelosi's going to say, "Listen, we got to talk about this more. We want to perfect it. This is a once in a generation type of infrastructure investment. We're going to make sure we get it right. It's not going to pass. This is going to fail. The progressive left, which is essentially Joe Biden too. Remember, because Joe Biden wants everything. The progressive left is going to start." really going after every Nancy Pelosi and that left. So conservatives, <clears throat> you and I just need to sit back and just watch all of this as it unfolds. This is reflective of what's going on now. This is really a battle. Is it, we don't have a dog in this. Well, we do have a dog in this race and that we care for this country, but we don't have, we literally don't have a dog. This is between the Democrats, the Nancy Pelosi's, the establishment type of Democrats, who are progressive anyways, and then the really, really whacked out progressives, I mean, that are just crazy. This is their battle. This is between them. You sit back and you watch it until we're in charge again. You let them go at it because what's going to end up happening is there's going to be a big division in the party. Ilhan Omar, AOC, are not happy with Nancy Pelosi. They're just, they're, they're really frustrated. This is, re, this is reflective of something that's been going on within the Democrat Party itself. You got the JFK Democrats. I, I call those the good Democrats. Those are the moderate Democrats. Then you got the establishment, old type of progr- old type of Democrats that are trying to get with the times and become progressive, like, you know, Nancy Pelosi and them. And then you have the straight up progressive weirdos. All right. The, they're just way out there. This party. If this doesn't go their way, the Democrat Party is going to be in shambles. They're going to be hating Nancy Pelosi. They're going to be asking her to step down. They're going to be saying that that old Democrat is just not as visionary as these new ones. They just don't get it. And then you're going to have this old and young thing. I think there was a congressman saying today that he's had a car that's older than some of these young progressive Democrats. Them not being able to come to an agreement to pass the massive 3.5 trillion infrastructure is going to wreak havoc on the Democrat party. And it's not going to give Joe Biden a win. Now, interestingly enough, I want to be very, um, I want to make sure I know I, I make this point. Joe Biden, has it been a, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a little over a month. Uh, J- Joe Biden has been pretty effective in making you forget and making America forget all of the stumbles he has had. When you think about the Biden administration, doesn't it seem that everything is just been going back to back to back to back to back to back to back? 
soon as he got into office, COVID-19, vaccines, 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 you're going to be mandated. And then from there, we went straight into, what else did we go into? Uh, I know I'm skipping a couple of things. The border, right? Then we had a border issue, but that kind of went away quickly. And then you have Afghanistan. That came on rather quickly, right? And then that's that's no longer a story. Then you had everything happening on the border again with a lot of the Haitian immigrants. And now you have infrastructure. It, it seems to me that the Biden administration is being pretty smart with timing. They have failed along the way every single time. I mean, they haven't had a win. The Biden administration wants this win on infrastructure. They want everything because then they get to go back to all their board, all their voters, and especially the unions, and they get to tell them, "Hey, listen, man, I know I've been messing up, but listen, I just delivered for you guys that we just, we just, we gave the unions a lot of job, we got a lot of work, we just gave the progressive wacko crazies a lot, a lot of stuff in their Green New Deal that they kind of wanted. This is a win. I'm not, I'm not that bad. I hope." That this tanks, and it tanks horribly, and the Democrat Party starts to have such a big fracture that it starts to tear this party apart. And finally, us conservatives can just sit back, don't say anything, we don't need to, they're going to fail on their own, and we take advantage of it. That's what's going to happen. All right, we come back. Gavin Newsom's assaults on our men and women in blue continues. I'll tell you about the legislation that Gavin Newsom passed today that goes totally anti-blue. And don't forget, if you're a student, they're all maxed out. But I'll see you this Saturday at the Central California Turning Point Conference. And Clovis Veterans will be right back. the bad boys that have to worry about it. It's what the cops are not going to be able to do anymore. Governor uh, Gavin Newsom approves sweeping <coughs> sweeping reforms to law enforcement today within our uh, our great state here. Uh, so uh, not looking good as if uh, we had the choice of whether to, um, to do this or not. Conservatives that is. It looks like becoming a police officer just became a lot harder, literally. And keeping police officers happy and on the force is going to be excruciatingly hard here in California. The governor, your great governor, who survived a recall, we know what he's done now. Uh, Since the recall, he made sure uh, he made he made he made sure that that would never happen again uh, by ensuring that a ballot gets sent to every home. Remember that was what a couple days ago. California, everyone gets a ballot delivered straight to your door. Nothing can go wrong with that. And then the abortion, uh, the abortion bill, essentially, where abortion, Planned Parenthood, gender reaffirming treatment, where essentially school employees, counselors can take kids out of school and take them to go do this without the 
parental consent, which is just outrageous. And now we have we have this bill. Well, not sorry, not the law now, Guillermo. He signed it. And now we have this assault on our men and women in blue. So the governor's been quite busy since the recall. Gavin Newsom today signing eight measures. Let's go through the first six. Number one, the minimum age for police officers is now being raised from 18 to 21 years of age. 18 to 21 years of age. Uh, Number two, their badges could be permanently taken away for excessive force, dishonesty, and racial bias. Now, you're probably saying, oh, Guillermo, that, these, these are great. You know, you don't get those young, don't get those youngins in there. Uh, 18 years of age, fine. But you got some pretty mature 20-year-olds. Uh, you have some individuals, uh, you know, 21. Well, obviously, when they turn 21, they can do it. But we need people. We need, we need more police. Limiting the age is, in fact, going to take you further and further in the hole. We don't have mar- we don't have very many people wanting to become police officers. So why impose more restrictions? I'm, hey, if, if they're listen, if they're good and they're mature enough and they pass everything, yeah, it doesn't for me. Age is like is is like the color of your skin. Not about how I, no, I mean, I, and I agree, maturity comes with age. But there are some very mature nineteen year olds, and there's some very immature forty year olds. So th- this is just this. I think is 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 not well thought out. Now, having their badges permanently taken away for use of excessive force, dishonesty and racial bias, you're like, yeah, well, no, that's a good thing. You know, they're dishonest if they've if they've um, you know, had used excessive force. Who do you think is going to be the barometer of that? Like who do you think is going to decide that? This is giving power to everyone but the police officer. Take away their ba- t- take away imagine if someone had the power to pretty much be judge and jury over you, and then at the end of the day, they took away your livelihood. Like you can't, you can't do that anymore because I decided that what you did was was too was, was excessive. Yeah, you, you know what? Maybe I maybe I maybe I'm on the other side of this. Maybe I should be for this, like excessive force. Like it's not good when you know when when they push you around and they. I I kind of agree with it. You know how they're using excessive force on our wallets. The left is just, I mean, talk about getting beat. We're, you and I are using, Gavin Gavin Newsom and the left is using excessive force on you and I. We should be against this, right? And of course, I'm uh, I'm being sarcastic. Well, I'm not being sarcastic. Man, the way they come after your wallet and my wallet might as well be excessive force. But I'm talking about the the excessive force uh, on uh, the, and I don't, listen, I I don't want to say it's alleged. Some police officers do take it. A little bit further, but but some of the forces is actually very necessary. Uh, sir, can you please stop stabbing or stop trying to come at me, sir? Uh, I'm going to need you to put down your please, pretty please. Uh, okay, let me go through my checklist here. I warned him. Uh, can you pretty 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 please put that down? All right, I warned him again. Uh, doesn't oh now he's charging at me, sir? Can can you please slow down? I got to go through my checklist before I can do anything. Uh, yeah, that's the way it is. So literally, that's probably the way it's going to be. Uh, the new set of statewide standards also also have something to say with regards to the use of rubber bullets and tear gas for crowd control. So uh, when Antifa decides to um, get together again in San Francisco or in another city here in California, we can't use rubber bullets, okay, because rubber bullet, they hurt you. They don't kill you, but they hurt. I guess we can't do it. Fire cotton balls. 
fire cotton. No, can't do that either. That's uh, okay. All right. Well, well, new statewide standard on rubber bullets and tear gas for crowd control because, you know, these progressive liberal millennials and younger can't handle tear gas. And that's inhumane. Very inhumane. Well, they all got masks on, right? They're out there talking about where your, ma- well, where your mask is the protein. Then you can, uh, I think tear gas is a little potent. Uh, Another one, number five, restrict the use of techniques for restraining suspects in ways that can interfere with breathing. And, of course, of course, you know uh, that's in response to essentially the George Floyd incident. Uh, this is Gavin Newsom. And you're going to see this quite a bit. Gavin Newsom wants to turn California into a the, the leading progressive state it is now a competition between he and new york who can be the most liberal who could be the most liberal state gavin newsom promised something when he became governor and i wish i had the audio i I was actually going through some of our really really old audio and i was uh i was i was where he was at two years ago two years ago and he had said that California is the place where people dream. And this was obviously pre-pandemic when he became governor. And he said, this is, we're going to lead the nation. We are going to, we're going to establish those California values. This is the new California. I mean, he has a, a plan that he's had since the very onset of this thing to, to make California into a progressive a leading progressive state. And by leading, I mean leading in, in the amount of and how far left he's going to take the state, not necessarily leading in good stuff. And that's why you're seeing that's why you're seeing tons of legislation coming out of the state house here in Sacramento about climate change. That's why you're seeing that abortion and gender affirming bill where Gavin Newsom is pretty much okay with your kids being taken to Planned Parenthood. That's why you're seeing this sweeping reform against the police officers. This And this is why you're going to continue seeing. You're going to continue seeing Gavin Newsom take this state really further and further left. This is our new reality. I want you to know that. I don't believe that there is any coming back anytime soon. We're not coming back. California is is not coming back. We are going to have to live in a state where Gavin Newsom and the left every single year is going to try and top the previous year and how left and how progressive they're going. Every year, they're going to try to one-up what the previous year was. This is going to be a very, very unfriendly place for businesses law enforcement, successful individuals, high income earners, for sure. It, it, this is conservatives. That <laughs> This is not going to be a place where success is going to be easily attainable unless you're on the left. I mean, that, that's, that's going to be the new California. And there's no stopping Gavin Newsom. I mean, there's no stopping him from continuing. And, and listen, and you think like, oh, okay, well, Guillermo, this is it. This is just eight. 
the, the it's okay. It's it's not going to get any worse. No, they're they're going to continue passing more and more restrictive measures. This is what they do. You know, every single year you have, and this and this is on both sides, but obviously we we don't the conservatives don't do as bad as a hack job as the left. Every year they go to Sacramento. Every year the state assembly members here in California and every year the state senators walk through those halls in Sacramento. They believe it is their job. They are they are literally ordained to do good in the sense of they're there to regulate you. They are there to come up with new laws that just have not been thought of that take care a lot of societal ills. You and I, are just trying to live under the current laws and they're starting to make up more and more. I mean, if you were to go and, and this, is, this is actually fun for me because I'm, you know, I'm politically in tune and I'm a nerd and I, and I love looking at this stuff. You could go in right now and read all of the legislative history and where a certain bill is in the California state houses. There are so many bills full of nonsense that you're, you're just like, wait a minute, did, did they just like have so much time on their hands where they just needed to come up? There was one about uh, false information. And, you, and we know they've been trying to regulate false information. I mean, there's stuff on there that it, I, I did this a couple of, uh, was a couple of days ago. The California China Climate Initiative where they, they work with China. It, this stuff doesn't stop. So while, yeah, I want you to be a little worried about Gavin Newsom and what he's doing, uh, it's, it's not going to stop. He's going to keep coming at everyone. Success, business, our men and women in blue. I mean, it, it's not going to stop. Gavin Newsom is, Gavin Newsom and the progressives are on a one-way course with making this state the most progressive in the nation. We come back here, the audio from today that I feel you need to hear a lot of it on abortion. This is the Guillermo Moreno Show on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX. Here's Guillermo Moreno. Some of the audio that I want you to hear from today, they had a hearing on the abortion prohibition in Texas. And uh, boy, we have uh, we have some zingers in here. All right, this one you heard earlier, but I want to play it again uh, in case we got some that just got in your car, your vehicle. Here is an abortion provider, an abortion provider out of Texas, saying that an abortion is really an act of love. It's a, an abortion is an act of love, and it is a blessing. Texas deserves better. I know firsthand that abortion saves lives. For the thousands of people I've cared for, abortion is a blessing. Abortion is an act of love. Abortion is freedom. We need federal protection now. Mm, we need abortion is an act of love. It's freedom. I, I, I happen to highly, highly disagree with that. All right, in this next clip, uh, Congresswoman Jackie Speer. Uh, you know her. She is uh, 
Ugh. Anyhow, you stay positive. Remember, Moreno Manifesto. Moreno, don't demonize. Don't demonize. We can't demonize these individuals. So here's Representative Jackie Spear say that abortion is safer than childbirth. So according to a, a 2018 report by the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine, abortion is safer than childbirth, colonoscopies, dental procedures, plastic in plastic surgery, so why not just get them, get them done? I mean, abortion is safer than anything. Jackie Spear, uh, congresswoman there. All right, let's go to our next clip here. Loretta Rose and Loretta, Ro- sorry, Loretta Ross. I apologize, Loretta Ross. She is an abortion activist. Here she says that abortion laws are so more white babies will be born This lady makes absolutely zero, zero sense. She says that abortion laws are there so more white babies will be born. Because you don't understand why these bans on abortion are not about having more black and brown babies born. They want more white babies to be born. Okay, what is it? Say that again. Because you don't understand why these bans on abortion are not about having more black and brown babies born. They want more white babies to be born. Huh? They want more white babies to be that 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 is not true. Like what do you am I am I misunderstanding this? Am I am I just am I off on this? Is, is this is listen, this is what the um this is what the left does is that, I mean, they, they totally come at it from such a different angle. You're like, wait a minute, wait, am I confusing myself? What, what, what are you talking about? That's it. It does. It does the exact opposite. It, what, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, I, you can't, no, you're not telling the truth. Like, stop it. Because you don't understand why these bans on abortion are not about having more black and brown babies born. They want more white babies to be born. No, we want more babies to be born, period. Black, white, and right now, the highest number of ethnic minorities that are that are getting these done are, are black and brown women. So no, we, we want more black and brown women born, not 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 white babies. Um, but I'm telling you, they, they're good at flipping the script. I mean, they're good at, re- wait a minute, what? What are you saying? Like, wait, take a step back. Wait, are you are you saying you're are you saying what I'm what I think you're just you're lying. You're, you're outright lying. All right. Coming up next year. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, Senator Manchin, Senator Manchin. Uh, I thought this was a really good clip here. Senator Manchin, they caught up with him. And of course, you know, right now he's just being hated by the left. Senator Manchin, I've never been a liberal. If they want a three point five trillion dollar infrastructure plan, then y'all got to elect more liberals. At this, at that point in time, I was not in favor of moving on this type of a piece of legislation. I wasn't trying to be the fly in the ointment at all. I've never been. I've never been a liberal in any way, shape, or the form. There's no one has ever thought I was. I've been governor. I've been state secretary of state. I've been state legislator. I've been a U.S. senator. And I have voted pretty consistently all my whole life. I don't fault any of them who believe that they're much more progressive and much more liberal. God bless them. And all they need to do is we have to elect more, I guess, for them to get theirs, elect more liberals. I, I like the way he puts it there. Senator Manchin from West Virginia. 
And now, now listen, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I've never been a liberal. You know, if they want, if they want more liberals, elect more, elect more progressives. Like you want three point five trillion, you elect more people like you. And I sound kind of like Bill Clinton and, uh, and Senator Manchin. Senator Manchin is, I mean, is really an example. He's the old style politician, the old style politician where he could be a Democrat. Obviously, he's a registered Democrat, but at the same time. He could be he could be rational, he'd be reasonable. There are very few left. You know, there are very few left in this country, rational Democrats that really think things through and say, look, no, I, I'm I'm a Democrat, but I'm not gonna stand for that. I have a lot of respect for Senator Manchin. I don't agree with half of what he believes in, but he makes a lot of sense. Like, hey, listen, you guys want to you guys go. He knows that they can't elect progress. Progressive liberals can't get elected across his nation. In massive numbers to really to, to really matter. I mean, they matter right now because they're whole, be, be, just because it's so narrow within the House. They're able to have this power. But I mean, Senator Manchin is just right on the money there. Hey, hey you want to do this? Just go, go go find some more progressives. In fact, Saki Saki in the White House obviously doesn't like Manchin, and here she is encouraging the press, the White House press corps. Uh, you better go ask ask Manchin some more questions. Senator Manchin said today. He believes his position is, it sounded to me like his position was firm, and he also said that if progressives feel that, that, that the Congress could spend $3.5 trillion, that they should convince voters to send more progressives to Washington. That sounded to me like he's saying that through the end of this Congress, he's not going to agree to $3.5 trillion. We could certainly parse Senator Manchin's words, but I am certain he'll go answer questions again, and your colleagues should ask him more questions. But why do you think that this is not, why, why do you think that Senator Manchin's position on this is not final because this is a, an active negotiation because he was pushed repeatedly during the gaggle uh, that he did on Capitol Hill about where he stood but again I'm not here to speak for Senator Manchin he wow you hear that the gaggle really Jen Psaki you you work for a guy I'm not even gonna say it but you're calling Manchin he gaggled because he was pushed repeatedly during the gaggle uh, that he did on Capitol Hill about where he stood. But again, I'm not here to speak oh, for Senator. Oh man, that's not that's not that's not nice. We'll be right back.